Welcome to Relationships with Rob. I am your host, an award-winning author, serial entrepreneur, and your virtual relationship coach. Each week, we are bringing you people who inspire me to live my best life, and we are going to take the plunge and look for clues so that we can have successful relationships too. I truly believe relationships mean the most to us, and we all have different reasons why. So let's get to the bottom of it. And if you're going through something right now, this show will help give you the tools necessary to break through your own paradigms, lead with your best foot forward, and to never, ever give up hope. Let's get it. Gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. Alright, what is up, my beautiful people? Happy Monday. It's Monday, May the 27th. Damn, I can't even read the clock. And it's Motivation Monday. Hope you guys are pumped up for the week it's a beautiful day out here in toronto sunny gorgeous i'm probably gonna go on a little hike right after this and i just wrapped up a awesome awesome campaign yesterday a photo shoot campaign uh that was trying to raise awareness and some cash for anti-bullying and we hosted a nice nice little intimate provocative photo shoot yesterday and it was a success. Shout out to all my little campaign supporters because you guys have made everything so smooth last night. And I can't thank you guys enough. And shout out to the Unleashed team in LA, Seek, Jane. You guys are boss womans. And I just love collaborating with you guys because we are about the same, same mission for humanity. And so go check that out on my Instagram I put some of the stuff on the stories. You can check it out. And go check out Unleash Official as well, too, and see what uh, amazing things that they're up to. They have a... If, if you're in the LA area, go down to uh, this pop-up shop that they're holding. There's It's in a 40,000-square-foot venue. They got a little booth. They're selling some merch. All right? Get in there. All right? And support the movement. I'm going to bring you guys part two of a segment that I don't normally do on this show actually and i started listening to podcasts long time ago i think joe rogan was one of the first guys i've ever listened to on a podcast and i liked his style he just brings people on he turns on the freaking camera and the mic and they just go at it and that's kind of like the intention i had with this episode where dale and i just kind of turned it on and just started talking into the mic and just started speaking to each other as if we were you know like it was like a normal conversation between two dudes and you know peeling back the curtain on that i find has some value it also has some vulnerability behind it and i think either way we're met with advantages all right because it's only going to make me better it's only going to make everyone else better and understand things in a different lens because what i'm saying or what dale's saying might not resonate with you or you might not agree with regardless it's it's just it gives perspective and I, and that's what i love I, I just love giving perspective to people because i think that is ultimately the reasons why we're so unhappy in our relationships because we're not able to absorb different perspectives from other people and try something different or try something new we're so conditioned and stuck in our ways and there's not anything wrong with that in terms of some stuff that you figured out on your own like some truths along the way where you know that if you act this way it's going to only get you this result but 
I find that if you try new things on, you, you might get a different result, maybe a better result. And that's what we're all after, right? We're, we're trying to chase better, greater, more efficient, time, con- you know, time efficient, that kind of thing. So, yeah, now I've gotten too long-winded here. I'm just going to stop myself and get you guys to the interview. Um, you're a new dad. You're basing your whole yeah. business around this new dad coach, uh, which I find is much needed in our space. There was nothing of its kind around when you're going through this type of thing. Most people don't prepare the fathers as much. Um, so talk to us a little bit about that. I know we, we talked about it on the last podcast, but like, you know, there's some new things that you, you've been creating right now. And let's just touch about that. Because if there's any, any new parents or new dads looking in, I think you should probably listen to Dale's insight because he's been studying this for like the last like year or so. So Yeah, so... You know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in our world and we need to, as um, as dads, we need to really step up and to lead our families. And what that means is you really can't wing it. I mean, back in the day, like, good example, like my dad had 12 kids. Right? I'm the youngest out of 12. And my dad never changed the diaper and didn't do any of those like type of things. And, or, um, but he was he allowed the space for us to um, grow and make mistakes and he was there as a father and he was able to um, he parent his way right and his way was a way what I like to say um, was the rich dad so there's basically three types of dads I've done some study there's uh, the poor dad there's a rich dad and there's a wealthy dad right and the poor dad is uh, what I've learned is that being a, a parent and also a dad, you've got to be strategic, right? And a poor dad is being reactive, right? Reacting to anything that's coming in their way, especially in the three major keys, major areas in your life, which is, you know, the health, money, and connection, or if you want to say relationships, right? That could be with um, your friends or with your partner as well. And then there's like the rich dad, right? And the rich dad is probably doing very well, um, very successful in these areas. He may have made a lot of money or his health is great. And that's how I was at one point, like my health, like I was shredded to the T. I had like the six pack and which I still do, but like, I was like shredded to the T looking like the rock, like type of stuff. And, but my relationships were a mess. My money at that point with the business was a mess, right? But I looked like I was very rich because I had rich in health, but the other areas weren't all that great. And that's basically a lot of um, a lot of dads that you see probably very successful. Maybe in their career, they're doing great. Maybe in their relationship, but some of these areas are kind of a mess and they're maybe struggling a little bit or maybe just at par. Right? And a, um, what I say with a rich dad is that it can go away with one swoop. Right? It can like something like a tower, like what, like a Jenga puzzle. You take one of those like pieces down and everything comes, comes tumbling. Right? And a wealthy dad is a dad that is very, um, honors either very successful or almost ways of success in these three areas, but he knows the tools and he's able to recreate wealth and success in these areas time over time, over time, over time. Right. And that's with, um, you know, himself and his health 
his money and um, his connections with his partner and his relationships. He's able to recreate it. He knows like the foundation. He knows the, the plays that he needs to make in the game, in those games, in those areas to be successful. And so that's mm -hmm. what, um, that's my mission is to take dads into that wealthy dad area. So I basically do it by workshops and, and also, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching, but it's all about creating the wealthy dad because if so, now we're leading our families into this next era, right? And we're not doing it by just being all like, I'm just going to be macho and lead the household, but I'm doing it in supporting my, my child and my partner in these areas and being the best um, man I could possibly be. Yeah, that's awesome how you break that down. I find a lot of guys are probably either transitioning into the rich dad or they're stuck at the rich dad phase and they're just, you know, they think that's, that's all there is to life that they feel like, you know, but uh, it, it, it still has remnants of the, the poor dad because sometimes you are reactionary. Like you said, that one fell swoop can take you out and then you have your force left to react. There's no plan. There's no... Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of people stuck in that, in that category. I find that, and they need to get to that wealthy point. Yeah. Uh, a quote from this may sound crazy, but a quote from black Panther is a job as a dad is to get his son or his, um, or daughter prepared when he's gone and being wealthy is being, when you are able to recreate that and you pass it down, now you're really getting your, your also your family your your child um ready for the world not just for themselves but when you're not actually there mm -hmm. so with you know with my dad passing i did a lot of deep like you know you know basically just dug into his his life and what he represented and i saw a lot of a lot of great qualities and some qualities that i'm like dude i gotta improve on um that you know he's kind of left and i need to keep it moving forward so I can help my, the next generation, my nephews, uh, my cousins that are um, younger than me basically take on the world and also my son. So. For sure. Yeah. He, he definitely left a great legacy within you. Just, you know, I've never met your, your siblings or anything, but even just you, he's left a le uh, huge legacy on you and the impact that you're creating now is just going to be amazing to watch. So um, yeah, Thanks. that's, I, I just, I find, no, for sure. I find that, I find that, like I said, th these areas right now, I think a lot of people could use this advice. It's, it's because when I was going through it, man, books can tell you so much. Internet could tell you so much. But real life people who have been through it, who are telling you about certain things along the way, that saves not just time, but a whole bunch of money that you're probably going to be wasting on these like, I don't know, just I, I, I don't know. You know, I just I find that there's it's very underserved. You can't even waste money on it because there's no services like this. But I find that uh, to be a dad, you should learn from other dads, not from other mothers. And I'm not trying to be like sexist or racist, like or anything. I'm just saying I think dads should learn from other dads, mm -hmm. and that's just how it goes. And so yeah, if you're if you are a new dad or if you're an expecting dad or if you know anybody, then get on Dale's radar. Like it's uh, like thanks, and not yeah. All the ladies as well, like this is, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I also talk about because we do a lot of stuff for you as well, women. So I also talk about how you guys can join as a unit to help your uh, man actually go down his path and really become 
um, and step into the man that he was that's inside of him. And um, he is a man no matter what, right? He, he's, if he's with you or not with you, he's still the father of the, um, your child and he's on his journey. Sometimes you just, sometimes the guy needs a little nudge and same as it goes the other way. So um, getting him into his journey either is a little bit of a process as well for women because during that time it is, happens a lot faster right? Because you have a child that's growing inside of you and everything is speeded up. Like, that's just a truth. It's plain out true. Like everything mentally, emotionally, you guys are going through stuff that we'll never experience in our life. And so it's like going so fast, but you got to also understand he's in his, he needs to go down this journey as well. So either you can go down one road by yourself and like not in your kind of your man's in the rear view mirror, or you can be like nudging him along so he can take his journey as well. And you guys can both do it together. Right. Yeah. Um, I was, especially during expecting season, I say with, to all the guys, it's your, your partner is changing. Your child is growing. You need to grow as well. And if you don't, I feel that's your, like, you're just not taking your responsibility as a man, as a leader in your, in the house, in the in this world, seriously, and you just need to grow and keep being the best you can be. Mm. Period. Yeah, I live by the the one percent rule. You know, just try to be one percent better every single yeah. day in all areas of your life, not just like being a new dad, obviously. But you know, the health, money, connection thing you got going on there is important. I think anybody in your radar can learn from that. It's cool, man. Uh, do you have any pet peeves? Do you have anything that irks you? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, pet peeves of mine. Um, no, like recently, like I haven't had any pet peeves. We'll, we'll see. Let's see. What's, what's something that really like I can't like stand? Um, uh, nothing like honestly, like too crazy. Maybe like small little stuff. I'm trying to think. I'm like looking around my house right like now. Like long lineups, like long lineups. I don't know. I'll tell you one thing I really oh, hate. Oh, lines? Is, I hate lines. I don't do lines. Yeah. Like, I hate long lineups. Um, it's a pet peeve of mine. Like, at, like, roller coasters or something like that, if you're, like, waiting. Like, I, I when I look at those, that's it's just a pet peeve. It's it's just sort of mm. bad. Uh, what else, man? Birds. Slow walkers. You know, like, birds? Yeah. I, I, birds. I don't like birds. I don't uh, like birds. Really? Pet peeves. Yeah, I can't stand. I, even though I'm all about the is eagle, it going to poo on you? I'm I'm really afraid of like birds. You know what I mean? Or taking my food or getting yeah, on the plane. Yeah, I don't like these. I don't. I'm scared of. You're scared of them pooing on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm scared of them pooing. Even though, like, I love the eagle. I really believe that once you're a wealthy dad, your funny, eagle man. dad is soaring. But like, I can't. Like, I just don't do birds, man. I don't do. It. Even my son knows. He like, oh, birdie. I'm like, oh, go. Go fuck yourself. Like, leave me alone with this fucking bird, right? Get away from me. Get away from me. He knows it too. I'm like, oh, like oh, birdie right here, That's daddy. So like, no, no. I'm like, get away from me. Like, That's hilarious. You guys get a lot of pigeons down there? Yeah, we got, no, we got sea, those seagulls, man. Mm, yeah, I'm by the water over here in um, Connecticut and New Haven, man. Seagulls. I can't stand seagulls. That's why I hate going to the beach. Eh? They're huge, man. They're like massive. They're like these big ass rats, really. These big white rats. They're like they're disgusting, man. 
I'm not gonna lie, man. Um, we have Canadian geese up here, and those things are vicious. Like, you bring your kids around, and th- those things will attack it. I don't know. I should send you some like videos of of um, <laughs> these things attacking kids. No, I'm serious. I could see why people are scared of birds or they hate birds. Uh, for sure, but man, man, I my my puppies are slow walkers. People who stand on the left side of the elevator, you know, they you know you're trying to go up. Or the escalator, sorry, not the elevator. You're trying to go up yeah, the escalator, right. and there's people on the left-hand side. Oh. Right, and they don't, and they don't move up. But aren't you on the escalator to chill? You're not supposed to be walking well, the no, stairs. I'm going up. So I'll tell you case in point. Like, um, I had to go to a washroom. I had to. I was holding a, a like a really bad, and the only washroom was on the second floor. And the escalator, I took the escalator. Right. And I'm seeing this family in front of me, and I see this little girl on the left-hand side, and her mom could have easily just grabbed her and said, "Hey, stand on the right side." But no, she's completely oblivious to the whole thing. I'm like, "Man, you're teaching your you're teaching your daughter now the same thing that you've been doing right now." So, anyways, right, right. that was hey, hey, hey. I was like, I need to let this go. Like, I need to drain the main vein. Like right now, you know what I mean? I'm gonna pee all over your daughter right now. No R. Kelly. No R. Kelly. I meant that was that was that was way too soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I I was literally about to explode, and so yeah, like those those are definitely my pet peeves. But man, slow walkers too. Just I hate being around behind slow walkers. Yeah. Unless I'm walking slow, then I guess like then I'll, you can call me a hypocrite, right? But uh, no, I, I walk pretty I got, fast. I got I one. I got fast. one. Yo, Game of Thrones fans. Mm. Yeah, I said it. Shut, I said shut it. Up. I said it. All you Game of Thrones fans, you've been like talking about this nonstop, like. In my building, like chat, there's like all these every Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. I'm like, can we talk about something else in Game of Thrones, like for real? Like, let's. I'm just being, just be real. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. I've never seen one episode. It's just too much stuff going on. Like, I'm so glad it's over. This is one of those top. Yeah, this is one of those topics I can't even play devil's advocate to you. I don't even want to because I don't even watch the damn thing. Um, I'm like you, dude. I am one of those guys who just, I guess I'm late on trends. Yes. But you know, I also like to spend my time on things worthwhile. I don't find, I didn't find Game of Thrones to be anything worthwhile, exciting after I heard about what it was about. And yeah, so I'm glad it's over, man. Was it the finale? I think. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm so glad it's over. Me too, man. Uh, I'm done with it. I'm uh, like, I'm done with it. (laughs) Like there's no more of of this talk going on. So I'm, I'm glad. Right. No. Well, are you doing anything new? Like where is like a new hobby or something that you're like getting into right now? So vegan, obviously I did this last year for 30 days in July. Uh, One of the things I'm doing again now this time around is being more conscious about eating vegan, but not necessarily sticking to that diet all the time. Like I'm floating back and forth from, you know, pescatarian to vegetarian only because sometimes I'll eat eggs, but I won't eat dairy products. I won't eat like I got, I actually kind of got mad. I went up. Yeah, no cheese. Um, yeah, just no dairy. I'm on a no dairy thing. I actually kind of got mad one time. I ordered a salad and I asked for no shredded cheese and they put the shredded cheese on there. So it's hard to pick shredded cheese out of a salad. You know what I mean? Like that was... I guess I 
I guess this is another pet peeve of mine, you know what I mean? So, right, but right. Um, yeah, that's, I, I'm really working on changing up my diet and being a little bit more health conscious towards the animals and not always having to eat meat and seeing if I can uh, absorb carbohydrates through more vegetables and maybe I can eat more mushrooms and things like that for, um, for that. But yeah, other than that, man, I have, uh, you know, I should be, I should be focusing on the beat the sun, if anything. Um, I should be, if, I, if I'm looking to do pattern interruptions, and so for me, pattern interruptions, and I always talk about this, it's something that, you know, you, we're so conditioned to do something in so way. So for example, I always eat meat every single meal. Every single, every single meal that I think about, it's always meat in there. So pattern interruption is saying, okay, shit, I'm not looking at the meat. I'm gonna go look at being like a vegan or whatever. Beat the sun, is a pattern interruption for me because I don't go to bed at uh, like 10 o'clock, let's say, you know, I go to bed at around 12, but I do hear so many good things about people waking up at 5 a.m. and they crush it because it's so quiet during that time. Everybody is still sleeping. They're in their beds. The world just it seems to be asleep around you and you get yeah. in that really, really quiet space, right? That headspace, and you're just like so focused. You can hear everything. True. So that's what hey. I should do. Um, is is it interrupting that pattern where I'm waking up like at eight, nine in the morning when I'm throwing away four hours of really, really creative, creative time. Especially you're in Toronto, man. Like honestly, there's probably so many good women, um, good-looking women, like running around, like during uh, like that time. No, seriously, like it, it's just like you know, like that that person's about it. Like I'm, like every time, and like, you guys give nod or like here, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely another angle uh, I never really thought about in terms of dating and stuff like that. I mean, most people are like, oh, I just swipe and right on left on online dating. I think most women nowadays, and I've heard their complaints, you know, they don't want to go online to find their man anymore. They actually want organic, like a, a guy approaching them, a dude approaching them. Like you said, like, you know, on the boardwalk, you guys are running, you guys are taking your hunched over, you're out of breath. You're like, holy shit. Hey, stop here for a second. Give me some water. You know, it's like, you can create these yeah. organic situations better than if you were just sitting online, which I think you make a great point for any, anybody sitting there, uh, you know, find your, find your people doing the same hobbies that you're doing. You know what I mean? If you like running, if you like exercising, Go be at exercising places and go run, and then you can find your honey there. You know, this works both ways, men and women, right? Mm -hmm. What I want to see more, though, is women approaching guys. I want to see more of that. Yeah. Just because, yeah. Just because, and I'm not saying that there's gender roles that men always have to approach women. I just find that if you guys want that equal, whatever egalitarian thing that you guys want out of feminism or whatever, you know, go approach the men. You know, there's some dudes out there that are like, they may be good looking, but they're scared shitless to talk to you. You know what I mean? And, and you might find him very attractive, but you don't want to, you don't even want to like say anything to him. So, but, you're, um, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Fuck game of greatest... <laughs> And some of my, um, actually greatest like memories of, um, let's say first initial like conversations has been when women have flagged me down. I had, there's like, I'm going to bring up the, this is a like random story, but there was one time 
this woman like flagged me down. I was walking home from the gym and she flagged me down and she was like, like she was like rolled out, she rolled down her window. She was like, yo, I just had to go down two one ways just to get to get back to you. Like, geez. And that was her opening line. I was like, oh, all right. All right, what's up? And like, and so and then we got to like talking and then, you know, like, there you go. But she flagged me down. I was just walking, minding my own business, like doing what I do after the gym. And that was it. And she was like, nope. I had to do turn left. She's like, I had to turn left. I'm gonna turn another left and then go down the lane to circle back to you. I was like, oh. So ladies, I'll tell you why this is so damn important. This is such an important story because men hardly get approached. We hardly get catcalled or, you know, hey, you're looking fun. Mm-hmm. Like we never mm-hmm. get that. So once you do that to a man, you don't know how much you're stroking his ego already. And this guy's got Ooh. his phone already out trying to give you his, his number. Ooh. So um, yeah. might, as, might as well just put that product and just try who cares if you get shot down you know just shoot your shot it just shows so much confidence man like honestly like being able to and that's another turn on for us oh wow it it is like like honestly it is it's flat out flat out amazing I, i can remember i can remember all the times when a woman has made the first move and probably can count maybe only five. Five and like, well, I'm going to be 33 coming up. Dang, 33. And like only five times. I can remember every single moment, like to the T. To the T. You know, like I said, like, com- hey. confidence is sexy. It's yeah. sexy. It's one of the hottest things that you can wear. And also younger women, younger women, if you're listening to this, this is like, like you need to do this ASAP because most of the time it's older women that do it and they like lived to have those years and they had this experience and they know like what's up and it's like, all right, boom. And they're not afraid to like talk to you. And you're like, Oh, okay. But younger women, especially like kind of a little shy, you don't want to, don't want to say anything. You feel that everything should come to you at times. It's not just like going back and forth. Like definitely just go, Trust me, if you go this way just a little bit and start start it off, you're just going to get a whole flood of, like, everything coming your way after. Because it's going to be, it's, trust me, it's going to be amazing. For sure. I think what you're saying there has a lot of correlation. I mean, as you get older, women get approached less, so they probably have to turn it up, turn the jets on a little bit. But the younger women, you make a really great point. They feel like they're entitled. They feel like it's all in coming to you. And I, and I think what me and Dale are saying here is like, no, use that to your advantage and flip the script. Be a little bit more proactive into, into your love life as opposed to being reactionary and letting things come. I actually heard, and I, and I know why they feel like this. I actually heard that or I read that, you know, by the age of 21, a woman is approached like almost a, a minimum of a thousand times by the age of 21 by, by men. Damn. Sexual advances, yeah. Damn. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. That's I couldn't crazy. believe it. So you count your blessings that you have a son right now. Um, most guys who have daughters are probably not loving that thought right now. I mean, it's <laughs> it's scary. Right, and right. it's like you have to prepare your daughter now for these kinds of things. And so um, 
but but I, I bet you that's probably the reason why they don't they don't need to feel like they need to approach anyone because they've been approached like how many times and so they're used to saying no and i can get why uh they could think men are just pigs and and so to say there are some good men out there just you gotta have the yeah. balls to to go approach yeah, them to say what's up, to say yeah. what's up. <laughs> exactly exactly they, they keep it yeah going. <laughs> and have a conversation freaking love it man um so anything else uh going on with you man like what what, do you, what shows do you watch you said we were talking about we were a bit yeah, uh, watch um, certain shows that we watch i watch billions i watch billions is about to end um pretty What's soon i think about? it's this week it's about this money managing guy he's kind of a little shady and he's like at first he was battling always the government and it's just about money and the, the whole new york the stock exchange all that type of stuff that that type mm -hmm. of life um, the biggest thing that I'm doing right now is I got a little garden going. I'm like my mom. I'm like growing herbs. I got plants all over the place now. Like I got this little, like, um, I got this yeah, little plantly vibe. Yeah. You see, uh, I don't know if you can see in the back, but I got, that's, that's ZZ over there. Started naming them. Me and my son, like, um, you know, watered them and we just do our like thing zz like, as in like you named them after like a kodak black song or, or no it, it's oh. it's called like i forgot what the name of the plant something like z something with a z so i just call it zz as zz <laughs> and then I, if you ever been on my story you see i got another one back there i don't know if you see it's a bamboo tree it's bambooski and then i got bambooski. angel back bambooski little bamboo tree i got a couple inside i got an aloe I got um, braided over here. Um, another like, um, I think it's a succulent. Um, I mean, I got a bunch of herbs outside. I got a bunch of mm. herbs outside um, growing right now. Like, and I'm actually gonna do another one this um, this weekend of a whole bunch of type of plants. Um, probably flowers. I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get some tomatoes. It's it's really it's starting to really like be like kind of my zen, like my peacefulness, but also it gets oh. me connected to my mom too because she used to do that stuff a lot with us. And so whenever I'm like watering the plants, I, I think of my mom and get into this more of this gratitude type of space too, because um, I know she would be very like, if she saw my son like doing it, I'd always send her a little video uh, when he's doing that because she, it's just a time of my life where I can go back and have a, have a smile. So it's freaking awesome. Mr. Green Thumb, Mr. Yeah. Green Thumb over here. It's funny. I'm going to make a little uh, confession here, but um, man, I when I when I was thinking about this when you're talking about you know raising plants and all that stuff like I actually my old nickname on on uh, like I used to go around on forums a lot and I'm, I was just a forum junkie I was just like I don't know I found that the internet there's a whole different part of the internet it's like a little corner of the internet and forums were <laughs> forums were my shit like anything anything related around things that i like even car forums like you know there's forum there's a forum for everything basically right and you know back in the day obviously when i was younger i was into like cannabis i was into a lot of plants and i was this like i was into you know plant medicine in general and my nickname used to be chef green thumb because i used to like cooking a lot and i was a pretty good green thumb so i feel you on the whole zen aspect of things it's when when you can take care of something that's actually living and like try to understand what environment it enjoys the most and how it likes to take its nutrients when you feed it when you give it water like when you're actually like taking care of it 
um it gives you that serenity it gives you like that peace of i'm one with the universe with the world like you right. feel like this biotic connection with it and i think that's why i was so attracted to you know growing plants and growing things and stuff like that you know uh tomatoes i'll tell you right now are pretty hard to do yeah. and if you can master tomatoes you can master anything because tomato is a plant as well plants are the hardest to kind of like grow and uh, flowers are easy right uh, but plants are a little bit harder to grow and the ones that you know turn plants that turn into fruit bearing plants like obviously like the tomato and things like that um it, it's tough you got to do so much research on it and you know it's really finicky it really likes a certain like ph level in the soil and this and that and yeah. you know, the type of water that you give it to and then you know understanding where you know the nutrient defects look like and stuff like man i could go all hours with you with this but i mean yeah <laughs> uh, i i freaking love uh you know having a green thumb but like i i live in a concrete jungle so i should probably do i should probably just take a little bit of uh what you're doing you're just buying these little pots and creating like these little um i guess fixtures for them and you can put them on like your balcony or whatever that's like yeah it's, it's yeah. simple you know what i mean and, I just feel like, man, I live in a condo too. And I'm like, I don't even have any green space to plant anything. So what's the point? So now I'm just going to look at you and you're going to be like, well, look at me, dude. I'm putting them everywhere, right. you know? So Right. I get this. I got a little like five tier like thing from Amazon. And I got, That's all, I mean. like, I saw that. you know, basil, like all this stuff over um, on the balcony. And um, I'm about to get another one to do that. And then I'm going to do, Julian wants to do cherry tomatoes. He likes those small like tomatoes. So I'm going to do that. And then there's a couple of Ikea hacks I'm going to try out. I'm going to try out strawberries um, with this Ikea hack uh, where you nice. actually get like the, the paper plastic thing like from Ikea that you could pull out bags and then you could tie it. I'm going to zip tie it to the balcony and have it like vertical and then put the strawberries in it and let it grow out mm. from there. I'm going to see how True. that works out. There's a, yeah, someone put me, hey, a lady put me on a Pinterest I'm serious. I know I maybe I'm late, <laughs> but like I'm like I'm like oh, I'm late like, to that is crazy. Like I'm like hold on, there's so many different garden things that you can do. I'm like oh, I like this. So yeah, that's that's yeah, my new, that's my new thing for sure. So what do you got called? You got basil, cilantro, you got rosemary, got rosemary. I got um, lavender, cilantro, um, oregano, chives, dill. Um, holy you got everything like three different three different types of basil i got like six different types of mints out there right now i'm definitely gonna be doing mojitos yeah 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 i i gotta i got it all i got it all (laughs) i got it all right now for sure i saw that i i watched your stories man i i see that um for sure i like i love i love just taking care of something and watching it grow it's something it's very satisfying you know what i mean because it's like damn shit i love you dale like you could hear these plants talking to you you know what i mean it's like definitely i talk to bambuski uh, all the time so yeah and they actually like that you know plants are living things plants are living things man they they even see that plants can uh see now like the way that the way that plants like the way that we see they say that plants can see the way that we see. Like there, there's um, the way that they react and respond. The right. uh, scientists of botanists or whatever they figured it out that that some plants can actually see us. So not only can they hear us, they can now freaking see us. That's pretty scary, right? That's not um, that. I'm gonna have to. 
Yeah. I'm sure all my ve- all my vegans will try to chime in and be like, yeah, you're right. You know, like they're they're living beings. You shouldn't, have, you know. Anyways, anyways. Um regardless. Okay, so we talked about so many things. Um talked about hip hop artists, NBA, some pet peeves. Yeah, 50, 50, M&M uh, doing 50, thing. 50. Yo, 50, I'll give him I want to talk about 50 actually. Like he he is what I call the true entrepreneur goes bankrupt yeah. i mean like he, he no he go first not before he goes he, he rises to fame from nothing almost dies rises to fame comes back down because the the gangster brat brand wasn't doing so well so he he decides he's going to go on vitamin water so booms up then goes bankrupt and now he's a multi-billionaire again like yeah. this is the true i think the true tested tried to tried and tested whatever i'm trying to say everybody knows what i'm trying to say but like it's it's you can see his progression and you can understand that entrepreneurship is this way you cannot you cannot think for one second that once you make it you will never have it taken away from you right and the important thing is even if you it is taken away from you it's like i can get it back and that's the confidence that you should have going in. And I think 50 knew in his mind that when he ba- went bankrupt, he knew that he was going to make this money back. And I think that's what every entrepreneur should be thinking about too. Instead of, oh, should I even take the first step? You know, take the first step and learn to fail because that's part of the process, right? Like learn to lose everything because it is part of the process. But Yeah, I mean, stuff can change in one quick swoop. Like, um, you know, some stuff like... Uh, with me recently there was i was going through some like real hard times and then um stuff changed in like a matter of a, a, a day like literally a day like changed like like shit went from like oh like the shit's jacked up until like oh damn like all right you're now it's time to make moves like mm. so that that's when um i was like all right man i just gotta start living the life that i i truly want and like keep pushing and create 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 and you know definitely help out as many expecting and new dads as possible because that is um like i believe that's going to be that will i feel that that's going to be the most impact is when men when us men really truly step into um our leadership roles if in our household and this is not like an ego thing because i've been getting some lack about like oh what do you mean like men being leaders or like you know this or not winging it going into fatherhood there's no need for coaching or like guidance like every man needs guidance in different areas like we always need reminders and a system to move forward like that's just a given if you don't believe that mm-hmm. every man does it every single man does it in this world right so what makes you if you don't believe you don't need it what makes you different what makes you different than warren buffett mark cuban um lebron james like all these different people that are doing their thing for sure they all had somebody that they had to learn from every every master was once a disaster themselves but we you know back in the day like even like ancient ancient times there's you know you would sit at the foot of a master and learn his craft because he would be teaching and guiding and mentoring you and um it's important to have these coaches so um we'll wrap it up here 
I'll leave it at that. I think that's a good way to end off the thing. Um, I, I should do more of these. I like kind of how everything just kind of went everywhere and we didn't have to like focus on a certain topic or anything we just talked we just shot the shit you know basically yeah so. we, we should we, we should do a definitely a round table i'd love to get some like i know you've been bringing on some amazing guests in their like their experts in their field and definitely would love to pick their brains to see what's going on um, with them in the relationship world and how um we can enhance our relationships because tony robbins says the quality of your life depends on the quality of your relationships and that could be with yourself that could be with your health your money mm -hmm. um your intimate relationship whatever that is it all comes down to relationship and then the relationship comes down to communication and how you're speaking to um in that relationship whatever it is a good example, like when some people, when it comes to money, maybe there's um, a lack of when communicating uh, just scarcity or lack when it comes to that, or this fear or all this, or it's not going to come like all the time, or, you know, let's be, um, yeah, or say playing a safe, maybe you just fear like you don't want to like lose it. You have this, you don't think you can go get it. Maybe you just need to change the language with yourself when it comes to that. Yeah, you hit, so, yeah, you definitely hit it. Love you hit that right there. I mean, it's the relationship that you have with yourself, right? Sometimes guys and women too, we self-sabotage, we self-criticize and we believe those things about whatever it is that we say about our truths, about money or relationships or whatever, what have you. So yeah, um, definitely a fan of that. All right. I'm probably going to split this up into like two parts. And holy shit, I didn't realize we went like an hour on this. Damn. So Dude, I'll probably split this up. Our calls are always very long. Man. Our calls are always <laughs> I, like... It is. And yeah. and that's why I hit you up last night and was like, dude, you know, like I'm I'm falling behind on these interviews and you're like, yo, I got you. And it's because I find that you and I, we just talk about everything for, for a really long time. And we have to like cut ourselves off because we could be talking forever. And yeah. um, I think we'll wrap it up here and we'll say, yo, anyone can have these types of connections with anybody that you meet online. And there's no saying that you can't make good friends with people who live like friggin you know miles away from you right like dale and i have had this connection going for like you know two and a half years almost now right and we've become really good friends and we still haven't seen each other you know we still haven't like clanked a beer can together you know it's 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 one of those things but regardless you know me and me and dale have that kind of connection that soul connection you can have this with anybody so don't isolate yourself men and women you know what i mean like you guys can reach out to and continue the conversation and i love the round table idea i might bring that back and uh you know have a discussion i'm going to start interviewing couples soon too so i'm going to see how that works how that dynamic works out and um but yeah stay tuned y'all stay tuned for this this is uh this ain't going nowhere let's continue the conversation and you know get on dale's radar too because he has his own podcast that he puts out in seasons he's putting out a lot of video content as well on his instagram so um that's where I'm usually hanging out as well. So and I always follow, follow his stories and stuff like that. So yeah. get connected. Where are they? Dale Tube, right? At Dale Tube? Yeah, at Dale Tube. Definitely check that out on the IGTV. I be posting a lot of, um, you know, definitely videos helping, expecting and new dads and couples as well. So you guys can grow in this journey and keep leading your families. That's it. All right. That's all I have for you guys today and women. So. All right, man. Thanks for having me on. And everyone, I'll be talking to you guys soon. See ya. All right. Peace out. Boom.
hope you guys like that one. I am going to be putting out more of these. I just enjoy this type of content. It's more authentic. It's unscripted, unedited, completely raw. And we are just bringing you guys just me at its core. And my guests too as well. So I hope you guys can enjoy that perspective. And let me know what you guys think over on social media. I'm hanging out over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever the hell you guys are. I'm there, okay? Let's continue the conversation. There's no excuse. I'm everywhere. All right. Remember to leave with your best foot forward. Never give up hope. Rob, your host, signing off. Peace. Um.